We are coming at you this morning, hot off the press. World Rugby's announcement of a global calendar for the women's game. We've got reaction to that. We've got a bit of Lions chat from last week. We've got CBC money coming into the game. All the results from England and France. I'm alongside World Cup winner Rachel Burford. I'm Johnny Hammond and this is the Women's Rugby Pod. So how's things, Berth? Just exciting times wherever we look at the moment for the WRP and women's rugby. Yeah, it's been a really good week um, last week, obviously, getting our new team together. Personally, I was out running again, and then there's a lot going on uh, for the game um, globally. Well, yeah, huge news uh, for yourself, obviously, getting back running. And that's the headline out of those three. <laughs> um, certainly. No, that's, uh, that's, that's good news. So the Cod Liver Oil's in, in constant use. That's excellent. Uh, our new team, yeah, brilliant. Uh, let's indulge ourselves and, and just, yeah, put that together. It's a really, really exciting teams. And I think you, know, you and I are blown away by the, the response of so many people volunteering their, their services for, you know, what we think is a, is a pretty decent, decent pod. Uh, and we will continue to bring you substance rather than spectacle which is hopefully what we've been doing since episode one, and we will continue to do that. The major news for women's rugby is this new structure birth. I think it's only right that we talk about that straight up. It's literally been announced in the last 10 minutes from World Rugby. Uh, You're a part of these decisions, right? I'd say I'm I'm in the loop of those decisions and the conversations that have been going on over, you know, this isn't just recently. It's been going on for quite a while now. Um, back and forth um, consultations of unions and players um, and yeah finding in a place where it's it's everybody's happy with it and able to progress and, and announce a date for it to start so let's just go through the the, the headlines there is a uh a zoom call for the for the media which hopefully we're going to jump on in in a minute uh but here are the headlines from the from the press release 16 team three-tier w XV global competition set to begin in 2023. World Rugby to invest 6.4 million in the first two years. Unified International 15s Canada to a compromise of two playing windows on an annual basis, optimizing player welfare and performance. Groundbreaking global international 15s Canada set to accelerate development of women's game ahead of the expanded Rugby World Cup in 2025. Canada reflects World Rugby's long-term commitment to establishing a highly competitive and global test calendar to elevate standards. WXV will be supported by a new Women in Rugby commercial programme. WXV offers hosts diversity, revenue-generating opportunities. Your highlights out of all of that, Berth? Oh, uh, there's a lot, I think. Um, I think just yeah. having a global calendar where we're going to see really meaningful fixtures. Um, I think over the years, we've naturally seen kind of the top tier nations only really playing regularly. And now this gives an opportunity for all the nations to be in in a competition where they can compete. It's meaningful um, and there's opportunities around that. So, yeah, I think they're probably the biggest things is now we've got um, global opportunities for players to play. I, I couldn't agree more. What what smacks out, and we're literally, it's dropped just while we we're starting to re, to record today. Um, what smacks to me is it's different. It's not trying to follow what the men have done, and 
yeah, if we if we're very very honest with ourselves, the, the men's game is 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 in a bit of a mess. Whether it be broadcast, commercially, actually trying to run itself as as businesses, um, you know, unions in trouble, clubs in trouble. Of course, there's a global pandemic, but this is just completely fresh, completely new. This is what needs to be done for the women's game to promote it in its best way. And I'm hugely, hugely excited by it. It's uh, because we are we are getting to that stage, or you know, certainly have been in the last few years, where we can probably predict an England-New Zealand World Cup final. And actually, these are the kind of steps that is going to change all of that. Yeah, exactly. Back to my point, just about having more competition and more test matches. You know, unions don't need to scrape around and try and find games. They know that they've got this global competition to look forward to and, and prepare for. And, it, you know, hopefully what it does as well, it makes unions invest in their programmes because there's always a, there's something that year for them to focus on and be a part of. Um, and aim to, to compete in. So I think, yeah, naturally what that's going to do is grow the standard of the competition to then come to the pinnacle, which is the World Cup. Um, it's going to be, you know, top teams fighting it out. It's not just going to be your predictable ones. And, and we know that the World Cup is going to be going to 16 teams as well. So we want to be making sure that we've got the right um, ability, standard and talent at those World Cup competitions, which this is what this allows them to do, have meaningful, regular competition, you know, in a format that is going to be, you know, testing for them. But ultimately, it's all about making the spectacle of the Rugby World Cup to be as big and as best that it can be. Yeah, absolutely. And the the other thing for me is, we know participation levels are uh, at a level where 5, 10, 15 years time, that you know, Women's participation is going to be holding up the, the, the game of rugby union. Um, certainly, in essence, there's sort of some dramatic change, but that that, that that's pretty much a, a, a fact. So, players coming into the game is not an issue. It, it's it's a, we we've spoken about before. Is is harnessing that, and actually, this every club, every union now has that structure, but also broadcasters have that structure. And I know that's personal to me because that's the field I'm in, but commercially you've got a structure you've got things you can hang your hat on you take that to, to the men's game sponsors and broadcasters don't quite know where, where to go because there's so many different parts this unifies it all and just makes it a, a really simple clean model for people to get on board with whether that be commercially or broadcast wise or whether world rugby do some stuff themselves internally with with the broadcast don't know but, but it just makes it so much easier and clearer for the fans, for commercial partners, broadcasters, podcasters, everyone. <laughs> I'm Simon Middleton, and you're listening to the Women's Rugby Pod. Well, let's bring you right up to date. Not only news fresh off the press with World Rugby's news, what else has been going on around the world? Berth? And it's mainly positive, isn't it, this week? Yeah, there's plenty for us to get stuck in, but let's start at home first. Loads of stuff going on with the Women's Rugby Pod. We're now a YouTube channel, so we've got to look fresh-ish. Uh, we're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, so we're c- trying to connect to various other platforms. And we've got a brilliant team behind us helping us put it all together. So, yeah, really exciting times for us personally. Yeah, indeed. So uh, it's been uh, brilliant getting everyone's ideas and we're just uh, starting on this little journey together. Uh, yeah, all those backdated episodes of the Rugby Pod being episode 70 today, Berth. I look and feel 70. Um, 
it's not a good move to go onto a YouTube channel. Anyway, um, yeah, the, yeah, Sean's doing a great job and popping those all on uh, on the YouTube channel as well. And let's just get some discussions going on Facebook um, and that community in there as well. But it's not just the women's rugby party team has been massively strengthened. It is whoop, whoop, massive congratulations to our own Rachel Burford, now the head of women's rugby at the International Rugby Players Association. And Sally Napa, you, your good friend, on and off the field, head of projects and research as well. Huge congratulations, Berth. Big step for, you know, for the women's game. Uh, but also for you personally as well. Yeah, it's um, you know hugely personal honour to to get a role with them. I mean, I've been working alongside them for a number of years now, and so to have something quite official and to have real dedicated time to it, hopefully I can make a, a good impact. And yeah, I think it just shows, you know, with all the news we've got coming out, it's, women's game is the way forward, and the work that the international women players have done so far to get it to a stage now where they need to employ someone to look after that area I just shows the amount of um, investment and work they've already done so yeah and and brilliant to, to also be launched alongside Tenny, a um, good friend of the pod and um, personally so she'll also be across with some of the women's rugby stuff as well with me so I'm looking forward to that what a team wowzers no tremendous tremendous work and as you say a, a real a real statement we're talking about this or yeah Ranting and raving, aren't we, about this fact and non-verb deeds, not words, to, to actually push the, the women's game. And that's those are the kind of things, whether it's long overdue or not, um, it, that's irrelevant. Now it's happened and, and we, we look for that positive and it's a, a massively positive step. And with the likes of yourself, Berth, the game is in good hands. So it can only be a positive appointment. Lions Watch. Yeah, another... Another exciting announcement. Um, Royal London Twitter poll did um, a poll to suggest and ask who would watch. And the poll um, gave us a 56.8% that people would watch a women's British and Irish Lions. But just to give you a bit of reference, so back in 2018, um, in Shore for Sports, they did a study and they said um, that 50% of people don't watch women's sports just due to the fact that there is no women's sport to watch. So you've got to take that result with a bit of context. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, this is, this is all part of what the, the, the conversations are at the moment. You know, you and I are big, big advocators of, of getting it out there and getting out there with a level of quality uh, because otherwise it just looks and sounds awful. Um, you know, CVC this week um, or in the past week uh, have pumped 365 million into the Six Nations for a 14.3% stake. Uh, and obviously the conversations rage on, don't they, <clears throat> for that convert for that competition, whether it should be behind a, a paywall and therefore you get that money you can reinvest in or whether it should be out to uh, free-to-air terrestrial television. Um, but what, yeah, that, that has to be a positive step. Not quite sure the details of how that money is, is split up between the, the men and women Six Nations. Um, but yeah, I mean... It, it, that's got to be a good thing, right? Yeah, well, I, I suspect that everything we've heard so far, it sounds like a good thing. We're, we'll have to wait and see for all the details around it and what it means and how it impacts the women's game. Yeah, I, I, I like that as well because you, you'd you like to think, you know, we've spoken about the uh, the new global calendar for the women and, you know, just, just looking sort of slightly selfishly here in Europe, but actually getting, 
you know, the other nations to to compete, let's be honest, with, with England and France uh, and actually putting them in that kind of space. And, you know, with this World Rugby throwing things in um, and unions like the RFU, and we'll give them a, the, the credit here, that, you know, they're pushing contracts and that kind of stuff. And we can all argue it should be a lot more and the salary cap should be more. But at least they're doing it. Other unions aren't in that space. And actually these kind of things just force the hand of other unions to say, well, if you want to compete, you know, it's all there. You've just got to show the commitment financially, what have you. So, yeah, let's let's hope the to the Celtic nations and what have you follow follow suit with uh, with that. Speaking of Italian rugby, in Italy, there's a new president of uh, Italian rugby. Marzio Irasetti uh, has said there needs to be a cultural qualitative leap to promote women's rugby on and off the sports field. More positive steps. Italy understanding uh, that uh, the women's rugby is the future as well. And if you put that stuff out in print, people can always hold you to account to it or try to anyway. Yeah, really good news. And I think, you know, we, we always talk about the Six Nations being really competitive and Italy have been competitive. They're in and amongst games most of the time, but they can't, they don't have the ability to stay in those games and to, to close wins out. And I mean, is it two years ago, their best finish? So they've got talent. So it's great to see that now they've got somebody above them, above them to be able to drive these things forward. Yeah, it's, they've always seem to have always achieved despite of structure and what, what they've been doing. Um, the talent's been there. And we will be hearing, of course, with the Six Nations, 20 odd days away now, isn't it? Um, we will be hearing from all the Six Nations. Let's get Jada back on, shall we? Lovely Jada. Yeah. Jada Franco. Like, I need to have a chat with her. Well, I mean, this, don't use this as some sort of personal, <laughs> you know, catch up with your friends. But I thought, though, yeah, why not? Yeah, it's all it's all good podding, isn't it? To the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, so just a bit of disappointing news. So we've had plenty of good news, but out of Samoa Rugby Sevens, unfortunately, with the struggle with COVID nineteen and implications there, um, that some staff have gone now to be part time, which is pretty disappointing. But they will still continue to prepare, sorry, and compete at the Monaco Seven for the Olympic qualification. So, a bit of tough time for them, um, but surely they, they'll do as best as they can. Indeed, so. Slightly closer to home, here in England, where a couple of games for the Premier 15s at the weekend. Two uh, sort of expected results, really. Close to Hartbury, 74 points over DMP. Durham Sharks, who registered seven on the scoreboard. Yeah, I think this is a, a scoreline we, we've expected. Um, unfortunately, DMP Sharks are just not where they want to be week in, week out. But I think what we're seeing from Gloucester Hartbury now is that we're seeing this young side really mature. Um, and I think that they had a lot of rotation, obviously, Natasha Hunt out as well with an injury. Um, but they've got Zoe Allcroft back in. So, you know, great to see Ellie Underwood um, and Sophie Candy get in. Um, from you know long-term injuries back on the pitch and playing and and yeah I think we expected that from Gloucester and they'll be really pleased with that result. Yeah, absolutely. Hattrick, Sunwood and Tandy, as you say, good to good to see Zoe Allcroft back. Proper, proper rugger player. South is forty-seven. South Sharks eighteen. Again, Mackenzie, not. Yeah, Mackenzie Carson. She just can't stop scoring. 
Yeah, it's good to see her back um, on her return and also Bryony Kill back in and, and making it through the game this time. She's had a bit of the injury woes over the last, oh God, year and a half maybe. Yeah, so yeah, good yeah, for yeah. those two. But yeah, the dominant performance we expected, Poppy Cleal, um, you know, making havoc, scoring a hat-trick in 20 minutes. Uh, ridiculous from, from the Saracen side. But yeah, let them, and sorry, South Sharks are, a side that are ever improving. I think we, we see glimpses of what they can create week in, week out. It's just about them being able to package it all together to get the result that they want. But um, I don't know if you've seen yet, but the videos of Katie Damon seeing his little crossfield kick to Lawrence Laney and then another little chip over and, and try time. Um, and I think Delaney's giving all the credit to Katie, saying that she's graduated now from her kicking school. Uh, from Katie, but nice to see those little bits happening more and more within the women's game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I Poppy Clear's got to be over fifty Premier Fifteen tries now. Must be. Yeah, she she was on forty nine. She when was they on played against Wasps. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. I mean, we said congratulations to Kelly Smith. It would be remiss if we didn't say congratulations to Poppy Cleal. Um, and and Poppy was counting as well, so she will definitely <laughs> want to shout out for it. <laughs> Let's get Poppy on the pod. You know, we've got six sessions coming up. She's banging form, competitive position, and then she can confirm it for us. She'll have a little, a little book with them all noted down. This weekend, full fixture list, Bristol Harlequins. Home win. Harlequins. Away win. Harlequin. Away win. Away Why? win. Yeah. I just think we're in a really good place. We've we've built out some really tough wins over the last few weekends. Things are coming together. We're we're developing some of our young talent, which then has allowed, um, you know, more experience for them to to go under a bit more pressure when we travel away. And you know, Bristol aren't in in the best place that they they have been over previous years. You know, the the results haven't gone their way. So they're quite vulnerable at the moment. So, you know, feeling that there's an opportunity there to, to go and beat them. Yeah. I, mean, I know they are recruiting, aren't they, for their, their head coach role. Um, if, if you're in that, in that sphere, it is a brilliant, brilliant opportunity. Uh, make no bones about it. Pat Lamb is an exceptional leader of people. And the whole setup there is just brilliant, and it is totally, totally integrated, men and women. So it's a it's a really massive opportunity. So yes, get onto Bristol socials, get your CV in. That was not a paid promo, by the way. I'm just I'm just saying, I'm just <laughs> I'm just speaking the truth. That is the truth, though, isn't it? Yeah, the Bristol setup is exceptional. Yeah, and they want to want want to get things right down there, inspiring the next generation through quality rugby. I think that's their their catchphrase. Anyway, Gloucester Heartbreakers, Worcester. Ooh, um, oh, I'm, I'm going to say, gosh, it's a tough one. Worcester played really well last weekend. Not last weekend, the weekend before. Gloucester, I think Gloucester are too strong. I think they'll win. I'd go Worcester. Of course you would. Yeah, I mean, literally. <laughs> okay. Yeah, too strong for, for Worcester. Love for lightning against... Sorry, Love for Lightning. Curse the person who said that on the live pod. Uh, Love for Lightning against Wasps. Proper. Oh, oh, I can't call it. It's going to be so tight. Wasps are playing so well at the moment. Oh, you know, that side hasn't had a break in the last few weeks, have they? They've played Quinns, Saracens, 
then Loughborough, Exeter, um, and all of them been like right tight to the wire. I wonder how Giselle's um, heart's going at the moment. Um, I don't know who to call on that. Was it home or away? Loughborough home. Oh, I don't know. Boo. Can Bear phone a friend, please? Have we got a phone a friend on? I'll just go with Loughborough. It's too tight to call, so I don't know why I've just decided Loughborough for the home team. Home side. Absolutely. Saracen's Exeter. Ooh. Ooh. Saris, right? I think Saris. Yeah, they don't like losing, right? No one likes losing, Johnny. No, of course, but they—they <laughs> they got—they got, yeah, they've got a real snarl to them, haven't they? When you look at that pack and what have you, incredible experience campaign as your Rockies and Sonia Green and um, yeah, the, the Cleos in tandem and what have you, Vicky Fleetwood, Marley Packets, yeah. I think they will uh, take Exeter. I think it'd be close though. Be close Agreed. though. Sail against sail against DMP. Sail shock. Sail Sharks up at that uh, northern battle up there. One of your old chums, old teammates, Berth. Billy, could you scan away the uh, the Worcester player, player we like on and off the field, Laura Keats? Yeah, so she's just become the patron for the medical charity Denta Aid, which is helping worldwide oral health. Um, she's in her fourth year as a dental student at Birmingham University. Um, so she's supporting um, the charity and promoting and doing like fundraising events for them. So it's really nice of something that she's really passionate about to then support a charity such as Dental Aid. Yeah. She's, uh, she's ace, is little Kate's. Over the channel, France, Elite One Feminine, the player pool stages, as you know, Toulouse, Blagnac, Montpellier, all unbeaten so far in their respective pools. And ASN, Rugna on course to qualify as well. So in pool one, last 20, Stad Rene 13. SM Rugna in pool two, beat Stad Bordelais 45, 48-5, I should say. AS Bayonnaise went down to Stade Toulousien 19-0. No source jerks this week. And next week, they have off. 28th of March, the rearranged fixture between Stade Rens Stade Rene and uh, Montpellier. And the next full round is on the 11th of April. <laughs> it's about... <laughs> no, Avril... no, it's not. It's... No, April. No, uh, Avril is French for April. I, I wasn't being French. I was just... Uh... I mean, I don't need to tell you what April is in French. Yeah, do, I know. Beth, exactly. I knew. We're yeah, sort of 15 months now into your, into your French course. So uh, do you want to just knock through the months for us, actually, in French? No, I don't want to show you up, Johnny. Right, anyway, moving over to our <laughs> shout-out for this week. Uh, Munster Rugby Female Referee Support Structure has been put in place, recognising the importance of having a support structure to encourage women into refereeing. So if any of the any of our listeners are interested, please contact the Women's Development Officer, Ken Imbush, at kenimbush at munsterrugby.ie. So that's K E N. I-M-B-U-S-C-H at monsterrugby.i.e. And another shout out to our great friend, I think it's fair to say, Jill Burns, M-B-E. I've got it in, Jill. Don't worry. We didn't forget. To all regional and divisional women's rugby representatives. 
Hey, if you're out there, honours caps are now available for those who played pre-2012. Okay, so that's Midlands, South London, Midwest, Mid-East, Southeast, and Southwest. Yeah, up the Southeast. Whoop, whoop. Uh, just get in contact with Jill, basically. I mean, if in doubt in women's rugby, pretty much just contact Jill Burns. But, um, yeah, on this one, <laughs> particularly uh, contact Jill Burns. Yeah, Caps, a, a lovely thing to to get going. And, you know, they just went around in, the, in those days. And actually to, to redo those and, and relive past glories, uh, not before time. Brilliant. Well done to Jill. I think she has to, yeah, go to her Facebook page. But, uh, yeah, Jill Burns, chapeau to her. It's hat in French. Uh, Craig Rollinson of Warsaw RFC. Do you remember, Berth? We we both went. Ah, oh, you could. There's no way you're going to do 10 million steps. We even questioned whether it was 10 million steps. Anyway, they're aiming <laughs> to raise. We did. We thought, I thought I got the numbers wrong. And they've smashed that. They've had to put a new target in of 50 million steps, and they're already on 30 million steps. Try to raise £3,000 by walking and running those steps during the month of March. If you fancy giving what you can, find that fundraiser by searching the Just Giving website. Move in March for Warsaw Rugby Club. That's on the Just Giving website. Move in March for Warsaw Rugby Club. That's it for another week, Beth. As you say, exciting times ahead. What next week? I know it's been a just announced that the moon's rugby. Perhaps we get a little bit more reaction once the dust has settled, and we've all sort of worked out exactly what uh, the new the new uh, structure of women's rugby is around. And we'll get some reaction off that next week. I think that seems like is the, the right thing to do. And of course, we are moving towards the Six Nations, so we will have a raft of guests. Just going through that now, just getting a, a top line of guests for you uh, all over the Six Nations period. But, of course, we've got all these new sites and what have you, Berth. So where can everybody find us, get in contact, tell us about your refereeing journeys, tell us about how delighted you are to get a cap from Jill Burns? Well, we've got plenty of platforms now. So, you know, you're not going to be able to miss us too much, hopefully. But we'll be on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the usual places. Go check us out at Pod Women's Rugby. It's all the same name. So you should be able to find us. But, yeah, get in contact. Leave some comments. Let's have some discussions around the new global calendar. Let's have discussions around the Allianz Premier 15. You know, all these types of things, the Six Nations. Get some comments, get some thoughts, and we'll bring them on to the pod. Yeah, job, job is a question. What, what, what do you want to know about that, that new calendar? Um, get in contact with us. We'll, we'll try and answer it on the pod or, or get the person we're going to have on to, to uh, yeah, for, uh, Katie or Alison, something like that, to next week just to possibly drill down on a few more details for everyone it is a massive thank you to emerson to sean to jenny to rugby nut to tom and to harry to you birth very goodbye you, oh that's, i mean i left long enough pause Jeez. i know you did i thought i'd leave it actually well, wasn't wasn't yeah, why i was leaving the pause <laughs> I'm just, I, I like your little catchphrase of saying until next time i know lots of other rugby pods do it and um I, I just a bit of FOMO. Just, I just want a little catchphrase. <laughs> and remember, everyone, fact and on verba. Until next time.